1: Uh, This is the time of year when people are getting out onto ski hills and into the backcountry, and it can be very enjoyable. There's obviously risk involved, accidents, avalanches, these sort of things can and do happen, and those can lead to, at times, what are complex and expensive rescues. Involve helicopters, search and rescue teams, maybe both. But obviously, if people are in danger, people are hurt, that's what we need to do. Um. There's a problem, though, when it comes to false alarms. And and typically, if you're talking about something that happens in in the backcountry, that wouldn't be an issue. You wouldn't normally get false alarms. But apparently, uh, a result of new technology implemented by Apple and its iPhones and, and watches, there's that potential problem. And there's been some examples already of false alarms leading to expensive and extensive rescue attempts. Now, this is what's known as the uh, crash detection system. And on the surface, it seems, you know, innovative and reasonable. The idea that Apple could get help to you if you're not able yourself to call for help. So it, it's meant to detect uh, a crash. And if you don't dismiss the alert within 20 seconds, it will connect to emergency services. As uh, reported in Globe and Mail, though. Uh, this has led to some backcountry rescues that were perhaps not necessary and a results of uh, some of the issues around this technology. Uh, so what is the issue? What are authorities saying? What is Apple saying? Uh, Carrie Tate is a reporter for The Globe and Mail based out of the Calgary Bureau. You can read her piece at uh, theglobeandmail.com on some of these issues. And she joins us on the line here this morning. Carrie, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
0: Hi, good morning.
1: Okay, so uh, let's start with what it is we're talking about here. Apple's new iPhones and uh, watches have this technology. What, What is this technology supposed to do? How does it work?
0: The concept is really fantastic. It's designed for severe car crashes. It can detect rollovers, side impact, uh, Mm -hmm. rear end. And the idea is, if you are immobilized, it will send messages to emergency services or your emergency contacts. That you're in trouble, that you have had a car crash, it will send your GPS coordinates, so imagine that you rolled off a road, um, and there have been success stories of uh, the technology working as it should, where people um, got were able or connected with emergency services and were rescued. The problem is it's um, triggered by, say um, you know, imagine the feeling of the car crash, like sudden stops or drops, speed changes, and that is the same feeling one gets if you're, say, skiing on a ski hill or snowmobiling in the backcountry, and so this thing has also set off, um, as you've mentioned, false alarms.
1: How does the technology know or think it knows then when Uh, a crash has occurred because that kind of gets us into this problematic area where it thinks something bad has occurred when maybe it hasn't.
0: Well, the technology, the way that it's been described to me by um, search and rescue who have had meetings with Apple is it looks at um, speed. It can listen for the sounds of metal breaking glass, which they think might be being confused with the sound of Crunching snow, but they're not sure. And um, it can detect pressure changes, so something like the airbags being deployed. So that's what it's looking for in it. You know, the device is looking for in its own surroundings. And when it detects that, it believes that there's a crash. It sets off an alarm. So if you're not in a crash or if you're fine, you can just you know fl- dismiss the alarm, get away. Yeah. But if you're if you're phone is in your backpack or you're not noticing the buzz on your watch then no you don't notice and it sends and it can send for a rescue
1: okay so that's that's where we're running this problem and you point out you know we've had some idea that maybe this was coming there's been some examples at amusement parks in the united states where Mm -hmm. where this uh, system has been set off and they've kind of been bracing for it now once we're into this kind of winter activity season skiing snowmobiling this sort of thing and we've seen it already haven't we
0: Right. We've had a shift in season. So it came out in September in the United States. They they had a problem on roller coasters, which makes sense. You've had a speed change. You have a a drop in altitude, um, all of those things that sort of go along with that. And when Ski Hills open in the United States, they're having a big problem with these calls. A skier on purpose going off a jump, a cliff, those are setting them off sometimes just Falling is setting it off. So the Canadian rescuers were bracing for it. The main one that happened, the most problematic one so far, was in Golden, or near Golden, in the backcountry. When they got the call, they did believe it was probably a false alarm. But search and rescue doesn't make those types of like, well, let's, nah, let's right, not exactly. go do it. You have to respond. And so they did.
1: Which involved what? What?
0: This involves a helicopter. This was a 40-minute flight out deep into the backcountry in an area around Kinbasket Lake. It's remote. Um, They were looking for, you know, one there would be looking for snowmobilers. So it was two rescue crew press plus a heli pilot. They, found, they went to the GPS coordinates. Nobody was there. So then they like, were buzzing around the Alpine looking for people in search of a rescue. Talked to a couple of snowmobilers, not them, not them. Eventually found the person that the number aligned with. And that person was fine. Their iPhone was just in their glove box, which is an excellent spot for that when you're snowmobiling because your iPhone can interfere with your um, avalanche transceiver. So you want it away from your body in that way and that would be a safe spot to put an iphone but in the glove box it's getting bounced around as the snowmobiler <laughs> is joy riding and that's what triggered the crash detection and so that person obviously didn't hear or see the alarms to dismiss them that trip um, also triggered rcmp uh, detachment in that person's local, um, in their local area. They were able to determine from the phone number that was in Alberta. And so they went door knocking, looking for information on this alleged victim. So we've got search and rescue flying a helicopter in BC, RCMP in Alberta. And the estimated cost of that was like the heli is around $10,000. And it's hours of search and rescue time, which is a scarce resource. If there was another accident, a real accident elsewhere, um, you're short on available personnel to respond.
1: So what to do about it? Because as far as I understand, like this, I don't think this is something that people can turn off if you're about to head off in your snowmobile. You can't really shut off this feature, can you?
0: It's tricky. There is a setting. You can shut it off on your settings. Right now it's opt-in, or like you're automatically opted in so people don't even know it exists this is a new update that's coming out apple has said that they've released they actually released two updates um their most recent was this week that they hope helps solve this they haven't told us what they what they've done whether they've changed the sensitivity Um, they just said you know they've optimized it but it's tricky because then what's the point? You you want it to work, but this thing right now is overly sensitive. Um, so the solution right now, um, if you're aware of it, is to shut it off. You still want your emergency gear on you if you are in a dangerous situation. What's tricky is when it's setting it off on places like um, ski hills or if, Other false alarms. I've heard people tell me um, they were shoveling themselves out of... They got stuck and were shoveling themselves out. And just that movement triggered the crash detection. So right now, it needs tweaking on Apple's end.
1: What is the company saying?
0: (laughs) Well, the company isn't speaking to me on the record. So we're not entirely sure what they're saying. Um, Right now, they've released like I said, updates, and they've, they've, quote, optimizations for the iPhone 14 models. So we don't really know what that means. Um, They are working with search and rescue to explain how their different safety features work. Hopefully that makes progress. Hopefully they're listening to the search and rescue um, professionals. But there's also been examples where it has worked. And that's a tricky situation because valuing people's lives in situations where it does work against one where there's false alarms, um, what if it's not the false alarm situation? And those are really difficult decisions to weigh.
1: Absolutely. Really interesting dilemma. We'll see how this sorts itself out in the coming weeks and months here. Much more as mentioned uh, theglobeandmail.com. Carrie, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us here this morning.